0: I remember it all very well. Looking back, it was the summer I turned 18. Lived in a one-room run-down shack on the outskirts of New Orleans. Didn't have money for food or rent, to say the least. We were hard-pressed. And Mama spent every last penny she had to buy me a dance and dress. <laughs> ¶¶ So I am
1: uh, back with the White Claw, the natural lime. I made you get some, even though I you started did. drinking beer before you got here. <laughs> I'm having, Have you had this Vanessa House destination wedding? I have. It's great. I like it a lot. It's very, uh, it's, it's light and airy. It's I nice. like the Vanessa House. Um, okay. I can't, we can't, go, <laughs> we can't start this without me getting into what's on my, I mean, this is a perfect day for a podcast because I'm fully spiraling full-blown identity crisis mode um it's uh okay <sighs> take a deep breath john yeah can you know, close your Seren- eyes. serenity now i just want you to close your eyes they are closed and i want you to picture an apple an apple and like give it some time focus of, of on a, of a certain variety focus on the details is there a, red or green or you tell me you tell me r- delicious you tell me Macintosh. You can kind of rotate it in your mind. You I do. Can maybe take a bite of it. Okay. Like, what does it look like once there's a bite out mm, of it? Delicious. Yeah. Okay, now open your eyes. What color was the apple? It was red. Any other defining characteristics? It was. It was. Even though it was a red apple, it was somewhat tart. Uh huh. So the I sweetness want sweetness was not overbearing. I want you to now look at this chart, and and place yourself one of these numbers one through five one through five one being a very clear and vivid apple five being no apple at all uh, I'm gonna go with one one Yeah. so very very realistic yeah like you saw could, the apple you could pick it out of your mind and place it in reality and actually experience but, it oh yes the yeah, sheen totally everything reflection yes. yes now this is where my mind blowing comes in what if I told you that there are people in the world who have absolutely zero capacity to fully visualize an apple or anything for that matter in the way that uh, you just did? I would be curious how they're still alive. three percent of the world's population. Actually, it's a it's a serious condition called aphantasia that I'm just finding out about for the first time today.
0: Aphantasia.
1: Aphantasia. Not unlike the Disney movie from the year. That's I'm absolutely say, what I yeah, thought. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> um, and now what if I told you that I was one of those 3% of people. Not possible. I have gone through my whole life and not once thought about the fact that that it never even occurred to me that people might literally be able to picture things in their mind. You hear about visualizing things all the time. To me, I can so easily create the taste of the apple, the sound of the tree with the apple on it. I can even like, you know conceptualize the feeling of holding an apple in my hand but if you ask me to close my eyes and picture something to, to realize that most people in the world can actually totally do this I, it's, it's had me i'm in full-on freak out mode over this so do you do you know okay so within that three
0: percent yeah how many of those three percent are in the creative field. Because if I was to ask other designers. Yeah, um, you would expect. And I, I, would say, I would say more specifically, people who are illustrators. Yeah. I wonder what percentage, if, that, if it's a greater percentage of people that are illustrators that are able, because maybe, because I'm, I'm more of an art director and, and, and discerner of great design, as opposed to an illustrator,
1: which you are more of an illustrator. Well, I would, I would always deny that. I was a terrible, you know, artist, drawer, painting, whatever, growing up in school. I thought I was a bad artist. That's why I love discovering photography and videography, things like that. Recently, I've been getting much more into illustration and custom lettering and things like that, but um, nothing. No, I, and I, I can't imagine that there are a lot of talented illustrators who have a similar condition. I think I was just talking, I've been talking to people all morning, r- texting everyone that I know, you know, here's the, the, the apple, where do you fall on the scale? And it's one or two. One so, or two. So so
0: if I was to repeat the exercise with you, you know, yeah, Jackson, yeah. close your yeah, eyes. For sure.
1: And envision to me
0: an apple. Mm-hmm. The the color, the mm-hmm. sheen, mm-hmm. everything about it, the, the spots, the stem,
1: the height. The width. Mm-hmm. What are you seeing? I see nothing. I can tell you, you know. What do you see? I mean, what do you I see? I mean, I see blackness. Like you, oh, I don't, don't c- see anything. I, I see nothing, and when I close my eyes, I never see anything. Um, that's just normal for me. I to realize that some people can actually conjure an image. The more they focus, the more detailed it becomes. This is. It, this is shocking news. <laughs> this is truly a revelation. Um,
0: but because I see it, I see it spinning in the space. I sure, can, I can totally manipulate
1: it in a field. I bet you can. That sounds cool. I wonder what that's like. I have never thought of this as a negative thing until I realized. Well, I don't think of it as a negative that some thing. people can do this. And so suddenly it feels like my whole life has been somewhat a lie. Wow. I mean, this is, this goes deep, John. I don't know what to make of this. I, am I, you know, for, for anyone listening at home, I was, I, 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 yeah, I needed John to get over here as quickly as possible <laughs> and to say as little as possible before we sat down at our desk to record this because I'm still processing what the implications of this are. Um but it definitely explains a lot, like n- not being a good artist growing up, like never was. So Anastasia-ism, is that what it's called? Aphantasia. A- a- Aphantasia. A- Anastasia. Aphantasia? Aphantasia? I'm not sure. Afantasia yeah. Aphantasia. Aphantasia sounds better. So wh-
0: okay, so what is some more, what drew you down this rabbit hole and and what have you learned a, more about yourself as a result of not being able to
1: visualize the apple. Right. So again, this is very fresh. This was, you're still uh, processing. This came up. I mean, what's what stage of grief would you say you're in? Well, I met, I moved past denial. Okay. Which was definitely the first stage <laughs> and it wasn't my own denial. It was denial that anyone else, like if, if we'd been meeting a couple hours ago, I'd have told you to visualize an apple. You'd have told me about it and I would have said, bullshit, you're You're lying. <laughs> Because I've done these guided visualization exercises with friends. It's like, you know, the one that's like you're walking through a desert and there's like a cube hovering and it's like, how big is the cube? And like you, they, you, you have to visualize all these things. And apparently like your answers kind of like dictate your personality in a way. Right. That's an interesting one. We could look that up. But people have posed these questions to me. And it's not like I'm without an answer. I'll just choose the first impulsive response that comes to mind i'll say oh the cubes uh well now that you ask it's uh three feet wide oh now that you ask it's uh it's on the ground uh, now that you ask it's da, 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 da. like whatever that you, you can come up with an answer i can come up with an answer and that helps me conceptualize this metaphorical apple better and i think that that what i'm what i'm taking away slowly as i process through this is that whereas a lot of people can easily visualize that's to say See something, somehow. See I, without your eyes, though. What is that even it's like? Mind, it's the that? mind's eye. The mind's eye. The mind's eye. See, I, I always thought that was like reserved for Sherlock Holmes or something like yeah. that. No, no, no it's. Um, so but, let's let's, but let's 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 re visualization versus conceptualization. Where I can easily fathom the concept of an apple. I can. I, I can. I, I was doing this earlier in the shower. I was trying to picture like. A beach, like you know, a therapist will be like, "Oh, picture a happy place." Yeah, and so I can easily picture a beach in which I am the subject of reception of the the sun's rays, and I can hear the waves, and I can kind of feel like the cool breeze, and I can I can picture myself there. But when I say picture myself, I don't I cannot literally picture this thing. And when I think of like places that I love places that I know really well. Like I think about like Parisian rooftops. I think about like the buildings in Europe and I can, I can imagine what the defining features of those are, but I can't like, yeah, I can't, I can't actually see it. Um, so so okay so let's take a Parisian rooftop for example.
0: Yeah, yeah. You're you're up there on the balcony. You're seeing the chimneys. You're seeing the there are various uh-huh. features. Uh-huh. You've got the stuff in that you've got Eiffel Tower. You've uh-huh. got the Louvre. You got all these things yeah. in the distance. Yeah. Are you able to envision those roofs being a different color? Could you say?
1: Can uh, can you? Could you? Could you say? And what if they were all pink? What if they were all yellow? What if they're yeah. all green? I mean, so I, so, okay, here's an interesting answer to that, where I still can't see anything. When you said, can you picture those roofs being a different color? I thought the roofs are red before you, that was the first thought that came to my mind. The roofs are now red, but I don't believe that that actually, there's nothing visual to change, but I can imagine I, I, I'm thinking of a specific balcony and a specific view that I can pretty much recall, you know? Um, but, but no, no one specific of it. I can either see the whole picture or like, or nothing. Yeah. Interesting. When I, when I picture red roofs, I mean, maybe I'm missing a, a a connection point in like, could I draw it out for you? No.
0: But if we're, if we're, if we're sitting there, we're up there with the, the design committee Day Paris and uh, <laughs> that's a real thing, but they have a committee for everything. Yeah, they do. Yeah. And, and so we're, we're basically up there going, okay, well, you know what? These, these red rooftops are getting a little tired and, and we're thinking about going to different color. And so you're going to be up there and go, well, God, man, you know, maybe a blush, maybe a seafoam green, are you, you know, are, do you do Would I need to bring that into Photoshop to be able to show you what that would look like every, in that color every, or could you yeah, visualize that Every
1: color? new tattoo that I've ever gotten, I will, I, I draw and I'll Photoshop it onto my body in the place that I want to see it first. Yeah. I don't know if that answers and that, and your that, question. No, that, <laughs> that I think is a wise decision. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I don't know. Can some people just visualize what that would look like on their body? Can you imagine a, a tribal tattoo on your on your left forearm?
0: Well, I have I have an imagination of what I want it to look like and what it would look like mm-hmm. when it's said and done. The, the, for the first time I would never put a tribal tattoo <laughs> or sort of any any sort of Asian character or, or any sort of other language, you know, uh-huh. on my body. Uh-huh. I have I have zero tattoos. Yeah, and it's not because I'm against tattoos. I think they're great. I'm just like, nothing's ever been like, oh yeah, that now. Yeah. So, but, but generally speaking, if I'm, if I'm looking at a design or I'm looking at, I'm going to, you know, I, I deal with a lot of making of products and things like that. And so, Mm -hmm. yeah, I do mock up renderings and see what it's going to look like in this color and that color and then have an expectation of what I'm going to get back from the vendor. And unfortunately, that's not always the case. Of what of what my mind's eye expectation is mm-hmm. with what is delivered. I did get a, a bunch of water bottles in this week that were perfect, and they were exactly what I wanted. And you went into it blind. With- I went into it blind, but it was there were renderings and, and there there multiple yeah. things that were signed off on. Yeah, and, they, I mean- and they were they were made in Switzerland, and they took three and a half months. And they were perfect. But I've also done projects where, you know, it's, you've, you've done rendering, you've done sew outs, you've done these different things. And, and then you're like, oh, no, this, this, this inside thread should be black instead of white. And if only
1: it, I had known, yeah. if only I had been able to picture it better. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: picture it better or, or known the process on the mm-hmm. other side. It's like, okay, so it's like, yeah, can I, can I can visualize, I can visualize an apple,
1: Hmm.
0: but... Um, and, a, and a taste that I expect, but until I bite into it or till I see it in real life, I don't think you really know
1: fully what's, what you're getting. And now I'm, I'm, I just have pulled up the Wikipedia page for, well, if you search for mind's eye, it redirects you to a page called mental image. And to quote Wikipedia, it says a mental image or mental picture is an experience that, on most occasions, significantly resembles the experience of perceiving some object, event, or scene, but occurs when the relevant object, event, or scene is not actually present to the senses. Um, mental imagery can sometimes produce the same effects as would be produced by the behavior or experience imagined. Yes. Um, this is this is wild to me. Um, There's an interesting thing with
0: with infants. So when you are, when you're born, um, I don't know about every country, but in the U S they do a a hearing screening of the infant to determine whether it's hearing impairment impairment. and it's very important that that is addressed right away. Mm Um, what, whether it's through uh, hearing aids or, Mm -hmm. or something like that, because, because there's the process, okay, you, you, you're familiar with bacon, right? course intimately yes so there is the the smell of bacon Mm -hmm. there is the sound of bacon Mm -hmm. there is the visual of the bacon and there's the taste of the bacon Mm -hmm. so take away being able to hear bacon frying and now all you have left is is you know the taste and the visual of it and so that going back to mind's eye is that with an infant who can't and, and obviously infants are not necessarily going bacon, which maybe they are, but, but the idea of seeing mom, hearing mom.
1: Yes. The the touch of mom. Those all are important aspects to to draw the connections out of this equals, this equals, this this produces this and they're all going together. Right. So, th- th- so
0: missing, so missing the the auditory portion of that experience is is harmful in the in the larger. I believe that in the larger yeah. context, and that's why there's there's great organizations that are out there that basically are focused on you know newborn hearing and the reason why it's important to be able to get hearing in and then through cochlear implants and all yeah. the things yeah. that, that happen to be able. So this all kind of ties together to be that, that form that vision because you know, I don't, I don't know the exact science behind all of it, but it's, but it is interesting how everyone has this, this different perception of
1: the world. Of course. I went to a, a, my elementary school it's like a hearing impaired not integration school, (laughs) but uh, they had special facilities and teachers that had been specifically trained to work with uh, hearing impaired students. So, um, there was like a, like a microphone that you would pass around if we were like having a group discussion in class that broadcasted on a frequency that the the students in the classes cochlear implants were tuned to um, wow and that was like very that was 2005 or 6 probably and it was you know pretty new back then yeah. yeah i was in elementary school in 2000 no it was 2002 through 6 whatever it is and fascinating
0: uh, what we've been able to do with with hearing
1: it's incredible yeah um so another one of my takeaways, like what I'm thinking about, you hear a lot about uh, visualization. And have you read The Secret? I'm aware Did of The Secret, yeah, but yeah, I've right, never exactly. read it now. I, I can't say that I have either, but you know, you hear people <laughs> talking about manifesting at your, your oh, dreams yes, and I've your heard, visions. Yes, You've got to yes, visualize yes. it. And I've never really thought hard about that. I always think that I'm quite good. I think I'm remarkably good at envisioning a a future situation for myself, envisioning an outcome for something that I want to see happen in my life and seeing that through to it's tangible creation. Um, I I think it's a practice. I I'm fascinated by the practice of it. Um, I don't claim to know what that comes from, but that's a whole other discussion that we can have. (laughs) But so what I've been thinking about today throughout all of this is like, what are the possible benefits of, not being able to literally picture things. And the only thing that I can really come back to is they talk about, you know, you're not wanting to focus on the thing, whether it's like money, like I want to manifest a million dollars and you're not like you could, you could look at pictures of stacks of cash all day. If you wanted to, you could, you could visualize that all day. If you wanted to, I think, by almost bypassing that visual point of reference and going straight to the feeling of what what it's like to have that thing that you're going for, what it's like to already be in possession of that car or house or whatever, to what it's like to already be in that relationship, to not like, you know, you asked me to picture my, uh, you know, Dream uh, romantic partner,' it's like I don't I can't see a face or anything like that, or do you ask me to picture a you know the, yeah, my, yeah, my I'll, dream I'll know it when I see it My dream office or house or whatever, like it's hard to it's hard for me to visualize it, but I can very easily get to a place of feeling as if I was already there and maybe maybe having that blank canvas in my mind's eye, which I still think is a bullshit <laughs> term. Maybe having that kind of blank space is, is it's a, it's good a, it's for... It's a mindset. Yeah. Everything's a mindset. Everything. You drank all the White Claws that we left here. There are story. three left.
0: And in all fairness, I, I mean, the fact that there are three left is impressive. Because <laughs> the, the, there would be none left had <laughs> I left them on my so, so So I'm, I'm going to the, the large big box convenience store. To, to pick up the white claws, and while I was there, I was uh, I was a little peckish and needed a little something to eat. So, yeah. so I uh, are you familiar with the roller grills? Are you familiar with those? Mm-hmm. So, um, get a, like a hot dog or a taquito. You can get a hot dog. You get a taquito. You yeah, can get. Yeah. Uh, you can get a, a, a corn dog. You can get
1: Did you get one roll? No, I didn't. Oh, okay, um, I, I was going to say I never have eaten gas station food. Ever. Well, and that, I bet it's not bad. It's like, not.
0: It's not bad. No. It's not good, but it's not bad. The reason why I didn't get something because I was fully prepared to yeah. grab to grab a cheddar worst, if you will, <laughs> was because in front of every product it said "not ready yet, still cooking behind this line." So I walk oh. over. I walk over and I notice this, and and uh, this other gentleman walks over and kind of gets in front of me and grabs the tongs and starts pulling pulling things off and knocks the sign down because it's in front of the product. So you don't grab it. And it clearly says "not ready yet" behind it's, this line. I go. I go. Reckless I, man those,
1: has no respect for authority or, or or anything.
0: Yeah, so I'm like, I was like, hey, those those aren't ready yet. He goes, you called
1: him out. Oh, I did.
0: I did. did I didn't vibe check. I was just like, I'm just like, I'm just standing there, like, I'm like, I'm going with this.
1: <laughs> you gotta wait like everyone else, man. You lest you eat a raw taquito.
0: Yeah, so I'm like, uh, he goes, he goes, he goes. It'll be all right. <laughs> I'm like I go. I, I mean, I guess you're right. I assume they're pre-cooked. They've got to be. So, so we're basically we're just warming them up uh-huh. to to a temperature that does not per, does not allow the growth. No, wait. Is it
1: someone's job to come around and and check them and move that sign, or do they naturally kind of cascade down a progressively cooler heating element? No, no. I mean, there is there is there are there is the
0: danger zone that exists within food service. That, See, when they so, talk
1: about jobs being replaced by uh, automation and AI. Like, I feel like this is the perfect case for a robot who can come through and, and, and move up the taquitos and remove the sign when that's, when it's yeah. time to do Oh that.
0: no, it's definitely, it's going to happen. The cheddar, the
1: cheddar worstatron 3000 is going to go well. on. Yeah.
0: So yeah, so this guy was like, no, it's no big deal. And I'm like, okay, cool. So, you do you, man. And then, and then like, so then a few minutes go by, I probably wouldn't be a few minutes, but a few seconds go by. And then, he 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 says something to me that I think it was along the lines of, the visitation didn't go well, or something along those lines. I'm like, oh okay. And that
1: was end 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 of scene, <laughs> as in, I recently left the jail and I am consoling myself with uh, corn dog or with cheddar worst. Yeah. Or was he using visitation and more like a? Had died. I was visited by. Oh, sure.
0: Yeah, I don't.
1: I don't really know. I you don't, didn't I mean, dig into that. I didn't. I you was didn't just pull like out your reporter's so... notebook and start jotting down like.
0: Well, I had already called him out on on violating the sign. You know,
1: because there are there are rules th- that are there for a reason. It's not like you know they just put that up to spite you and make you wait for your food. No, I mean,
0: is I, is there a Latin word for that? Is that an ad hoc? What what would be the Latin word for for that? For what? I don't know. For not following the rules. Not
1: following the rules. Uh, ad ad hoc s s propter hoc. Oh, I th- I imagine ad hoc being like off the cuff, like. Spontaneous Is that ad
0: hoc means when necessary and or needed. Oh, right. Created or done for a particular purpose as necessary. So those, those are, those
1: signs are ad hoc. Oh, I see what you're getting at. Sure. I was going to say that has absolutely nothing to do with your encounter, but, but the signs themselves are put up as is necessary. Sure. Right. Yeah. Okay.
0: So the ad, ad hoc and then ad hoc. And then, but I would say that, that, um, and we don't know this. So post hoc ergo propter hoc.
1: Right. Sure. You know what that means, right? Totally. I I got a D in seventh grade Latin. Post
0: hoc ergo propter hoc is Latin after this, therefore because of this. Oh. Oh.
1: And I it's like that. and it's
0: it's generally referred to as the post hoc fallacy.
1: But in theory, this encounter—you just shifted your position in your chair. You—you you know it's getting serious the way you just moved. <laughs> Come on, give it to me. What's up? Twenty-seven lawyers in the room. Anybody know post hoc ergo propter hoc, Josh? Uh, uh post after after hoc ergo therefore after hoc therefore something else hoc. Thank you. Next. Well, if I got more credit on the four forty-three, Leo. Thing. After it, therefore, because of it. After it,
2: therefore, because of it. It means. One thing follows the other, therefore it was caused by the other. But it's not always true. In fact, it's hardly ever true.
1: The only thing that I remembered from my Latin class in seventh grade is how to say we had passes that she gave out um, in case you, I don't know. I feel like there were some really weird things that teachers did to excuse the behavior of students, like if you didn't just didn't do your homework, Um, instead of taking a zero, you could hand in... A pass, we were issued like, you know, three for the semester that was written on it Canis meus id commit which translates to my dog ate it. <laughs> and so, ironically, the only thing I remember from Latin is Canis meus id commit it. <laughs> because because dude, I was never doing my homework and I was always turning into my dog ate it passes. And, and you that's, got three of those. Yeah. So, <laughs> so post hoc or
0: propter hoc, have you ever heard the, the phrase a straw man argument? Nope. So a straw man is a form of argument um, and another fallacy. Um, Basically, you refute the opponent's argument while basically arguing against something that they didn't even say or what even presented by them.
1: Oh, so so I could let's. We got to get an example. I can't visualize things, John. That's true. That's true. That's true.
0: And I could, I you know I could say, well, you know, we could say, okay, well, you know, you can't visualize, um, apples in your brain. And, and then you could come back to me and go, well, you know, the reason why I can't visualize. It's apples. because I'm colorblind. Yes. Yeah. Colorblind. Yeah. And it, yeah. Exactly. It's basically, You just attack. You don't actually, Oh, oh, oh. and not, it would not, not like that ever happens. Like yeah. you know, there's, in in uh in the current uh political climate no one at all that i'm aware of
1: does anything like that no no never. Ever.
0: obviously we need to make sure cuz we're here to help people and people have heard latin phrases out there so i think it's really important that basically we kind of give a few they've probably heard of
1: expelliarmus expecto patronum
0: <clears throat> no we're oh. we're we're mere muggles on this show <laughs> i mean i don't i mean i assume i mean i'm a
1: I can't you confirm can't. nor deny that. I can't no, okay. plead, take my Fifth Amendment right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so here are
0: common Latin sayings and their means. All right. Okay, have you ever heard the phrase ad nauseum?
1: Uh, until it makes me nauseous, nice. right? Yeah. To the point of sickness? To the point of sickness, sure. What about, what about bona fide? Oh, that's a good one. Um, well fabricated, well made. Or in good faith. In, oh, uh, f- fight! Oh, in in right confidence, fide. In uh, yeah. Uh, this adjective originally describes something bargaining. I or actually love in good this faith. game. This the game of like a language that you don't know, trying to trace back the etymology to a word that you do know, and trying to put together the meaning of that phrase based on the original construction of it. Latin just goes right to the source, but I love doing this with any language. It's yes. fun. So
0: it's a, bon- yeah, it's a, that. that is, it's, this is a bona fide Picasso. This is a bona fide apple. This sure. is whatever it has Of course, to be.
1: It, it means it's real. Uh, I, yes. We could, we could say, we all know what it means, but like translating literally bona fide, bona must be like good, well, bon. It's an fide adjective. Fide, fidelis, like fidelity. That's what I love. Yes. That's that. What about Carpe Diem? That's <sighs> okay. Carpe
0: Diem. Listen, gentlemen. Just car- Carpe and
1: all them Diems.
0: Um, have, you, have you seen the, the best Robin Williams film? Which
1: one? What's of RV? What? <laughs> Your face. No, which, which one? I, I would have said it's Mrs. Doubtfire. You think the best Robin, Robin Williams? Williams film is Mrs. Doubtfire? I stand by it. God no it. way. The best Robin Williams film is Dead Poets Society. Oh, 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 my God. I'm so sorry that I didn't immediately go there. Of, of course it is. Oh, Captain, my fucking captain. Yeah. I Great, great film. Fantastic movie. Yes. Truly I w- incredible. The best by far. And I'm so sorry for even joking about RV. A film which, by the way, I have never seen, so I have no room to speak on this. Yeah, God, I forgot that was him. He's incredible. It's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Why did I think that was someone else? Of course, it was Robin Williams. Yes, well, there's, like, yeah, there's yeah. a good cast in there. Oh, it's an incredible very, it's a very film. film. It's a
0: very sad, sad one.
1: Wait, so they have a car? Oh, he, does he have like a carpe diem moment in that?
0: Yeah, I mean, that's one. what's well, one of the pivotal scenes when they're when they when he takes over the class or he basically takes takes the guys out into the hallway, and they're looking over the whole all the, the 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 cases of pitchers and trophies and stuff like that and that's when he reaches in
2: if you listen real close you can hear them whisper their legacy to you go on lean in listen you hear it <clears throat>
1: He he reads Whitman to them, right? That's oh yeah. So my favorite Walt Whitman poem, which I you know kind of got into him, um, you know the, the only other time I'd read any Walt Whitman was in high school, whatever for the I don't even know in what context. But oh me, oh life of the questions of these recurring, of the endless trains of the fateless, of the cities filled with the foolish. Of myself forever reproaching myself for who more foolish than I and who more faithless of eyes that vainly crave the light of objects mean of the struggle ever renewed of the poor results of all of the plotting and sordid crowds I see around me of the empty and useless years of the rest with the rest me intertwined. The question, oh me, so sad, recurring, what good amid these? Oh me, O oh life, answer, this just gets me. Answer, that you are here, that life exists, an identity, that the powerful play goes on, that the powerful play goes on, and that you may contribute a verse. Fuck me up. Like, what incredible, po- I, yes. I just, I love that. Oh, yeah, that's definitely in there. Contribute, um,
0: contribute a verse is definitely in there.
1: You can read poetry on a podcast without having to, like, pay out the Whitman estate, right? No, that's, yeah, 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 no, that's it's fine. We're, we're, we're comedy not. Do you ever watch the Adult Swim TV show Rick and Morty? No. You've never seen it? It's about a, a, a crazy mad scientist that goes on adventures like with his or. kids. It's on Hulu. It's oh, worth watching. It's okay. a very, very good show.
0: It's called Carpe Diem, Morty. Look it up. You look it up.
1: You don't even know what it means. That's because losers look stuff up while the rest of us are carping all them DMs.
2: Listen to your sister, Morty.
1: <laughs> losers look things up while the rest of us are too busy carping them DMs. <laughs> all right, what's the next Latin phrase? Okay, the
0: next. Where did you get all these? I mean on the it's all on the Google machine yeah yeah uh caveat impitor i
1: can't I can't trace imptor do
0: so I don't. let
1: the buyer beware hmm the caveat mm-hmm. is i I think imptor I think like an imp like a little demonic creature like that you should be let's beware go, of let's just go with you it. beware of yeah next one is cum laude. oh cum which means with, but yeah. we don't know why. Yeah. And with, then laude is, you know, with, with applause, honor. With, with applause. With honor. With so, honor, yeah. So you graduate cum laude? Well, lauded, you'd say in English. Right, like, right. Yeah, yeah. De
0: facto? It's the facts, yo. In fact, correct. <laughs> e plubris unum? Uh, from many.
1: One, right. unum, spot unity, on, yeah. spot on.
0: It's on the it's on the president. It's on the seal. dollar bill. It's on the dollar bill. I think it's on the presidential. It's on the one of the seals.
1: Sure, et cetera. Oh, well, I couldn't tell you what et cetera is, but obviously, you know, et cetera is and more and more and more and the rest of such things. Oh yeah, sure. I I recently was looking up um the difference between i.e. and e.g. Um and and I don't remember <laughs> what I gained from that. <laughs> but it was a great story. It was it was it was insightful at the time. What about ipso facto? Ipso facto. It's <laughs> 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 a badly drawn boy. Uh ipso facto shit. Uh couldn't tell you. By the fact itself. Well, how's that different from uh Another one that you just read it's that I've spelled, already forgotten it's spelled differently. Yeah, right. De facto, de facto, and ipso de facto. facto, facto, facto. Means in right. fact,
0: ipso facto means by the fact itself.
1: Huh. See, I don't see
0: how those are different. I can't really picture it. So this this often misused term denotes when something is true by its very nature, uh, as a result of an action. For example, if you didn't stop your friend from stealing your ipso facto in a accomplice.
1: Oh. Hmm. Seems like a very specific use case. Yes. Yeah. What about mea culpa? Mea i yes. mea mea culpa. I am a culprit is what I would trace that to. I'm right. I'm responsible. Right. Yeah, I own Absolute up to that. Yeah. Through through my own fault. Yeah.
0: Mea culpa, mea culpa, mea maxima culpa.
1: But it has to be like culprit has to come from culpa, right? I always just want. I always want to think about what's the it's Latin
0: Latin from my bad.
1: (laughs) Yeah, totally,
0: hundred percent. And then one more. I'm trying. I'm debating. So what about rigor mortis? Oh, well, I just think about Rick and Morty the show. (laughs) Yes, which we we address. Yes, I would have never (laughs) thought. I just. I don't. You know, a lot of these. You're like, okay, yeah, makes sense. I mean, we. You know, but uh, the stiffness of death.
1: Right. Sure. It's Rigor fair.
0: being a stiffness, I guess. It's the medical term. What happens to well, the body? Well, sure. Thing? Yeah, of course. So that that's a thing. That's really that's that's the sad part. But I've what, got we'll I've end, got a in we'll the we'll the second we can end. The... I've
1: I've got a Latin word. Okay. Transiamus. Is that is that from? It's a we... conjugation. Amus. Ooh. Transiamus. You're way better at this game than I am. So tell me, tell me more. Yamas translated to English just means let's move on. <laughs> so I don't know if there's any break in continuity in our show. Whoever edits this does a really good job. So so there'll probably be no hint of, of interruption, uh, but I was just called. We had to stop recording. Because uh, some canvassers came to my door to uh, see if I was voting for Bernie Sanders. They asked if Hannah was here. That's of course Hannah Royce. Shout out Hannah, uh, nice. who used to live in this house. And I had to let them down gently and say that not only does Hannah not live here, but I will not be voting for their candidate in the primaries. So coming like up you,
0: on March third. You don't it's like you don't feel the burn. Is that what they said?
1: I felt the burn. I in fact. Oh, was a new computer. I used to have a. I had the Bernie sticker on my computer for way too long. <laughs> like far into you know, the Trump presidency, I continue to have my Bernie sticker.
0: So I will, I will, I want to step aside real quick uh, and give our disclaimer. Yeah. About, because I do have a, a belief that, that politics is generally a very divisive subject. Yeah. And I think it's important to say that, that being for or against a, particular candidate for a rational reason that they did x is really not a political statement because I, I i feel personally that poli- that politics go is in policy so you can be for this or against that and that is a policy but when you're talking about the particular the individual person, sure. the person yeah, and who yeah, they yeah. are and who they represent and what right. their their value, i don't think that is but that being said um, since since we have, I think it's important that our uh, that our viewers know that our viewers, know, yeah, yeah yeah yeah, that our that our listeners know that a podcast this is, show this show that you're listening to right now is not a political show for a variety of reasons. Number one, there are plenty of the hosts already on. Mm-hmm. Dude, you can just 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 spin the wheel on the podcast app, and you're going to get a political a show. Political roulette. Yeah, yeah you're going to get it. And B, we're not that smart. So all we will say is that we advise that you vote early and often and
1: preferably for a functioning adult. Of course. And That's so I got, a, I, got, I got a couple issues with that statement, John. Okay. <laughs> a variety of reasons should imply more than two reasons. We listed two. And as they were written and read out, it's reason one <laughs> and reason B.
0: <laughs> yep.
1: Is that because we're not that smart? Was that intentional that you were? Yeah, not not like that? That? Okay. That, that was okay. exactly. Cause I think it's hilarious. <laughs> that made me laugh. Anyway, I hadn't actually read reason one that. and yeah, reason B. B. Yeah. This one, that one, and
0: the third one. Yes. So anyway, that being said, we've got, uh, it is, tis the season, uh, to be voting. Um, and, uh it recently in uh, Iowa they had the the caucuses because they got to be special and there's an interesting video that I came across on the Twitter machine um, of a lady in in Iowa uh, and coming to some some realizations that everyone knows uh, about people just so let's uh, let's roll the clip
2: so are you saying that he has the same sex partner? He? Yes. Yes, yes. <laughs> Are you kidding? Yeah, he's married to him, Yeah. Well, um, out out. then I don't want anybody like that in the White House.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so can I
2: have my card back? And he's still there. I don't know. Yes. Find it. Yeah. We could go ask. Yeah. Like, I never knew that. Well, like so, that it all, like, like, the so whole point it of it out is, out though, and if, and, he's right, a human being, right? Just like you and me, and it shouldn't really matter. That's what. Well, he better read the Bible. He does, and he says that God doesn't choose a political party. Because why does it say in the Bible that a man should marry a woman then? Well, I totally respect your viewpoint on this. I so totally do, but I think that we were not around. How come this has never been brought out before?
1: It's, It's common knowledge.
2: I never heard it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we can talk to someone if you need to talk to them about this I don't know the rules on this or not but I guess what I would like you to just dig deep inside and think like should it matter if it's a woman or if it's a man or if they're heterosexual or homosexual if you believe in what they say that's my question it all just went right down the toilet is where it all just went
1: yeah. And, and actually, you are, yeah. You have a total right to your
2: opinion and I am not trying to tell you to think otherwise but we'll ask what they want us to do but I just I just ask you to look inside your heart because you sound like a Christian woman to me and I'm a Christian woman and my God
1: Oh my God, That I mean objectively hilarious that yes. she actually casts a vote for But okay, on one side, sure, everyone knows it's common knowledge. Now, on the other side, have you ever seen a picture of him kissing his husband? Not kissing, but I mean, they are. I mean, they are holding hands. They're together all the time. In any romantic situation.
0: Well, I I, I mean, they are both both very active on social media. His husband is very active. They are they they hold hands. They are of they, course not they, saying
1: that anyone should by now not know the fact that what he's a gay man. He, he's a gay man. But but like <laughs> that like when like I just I, I guess I recently saw a picture of them kissing, and it looks like the strangest, most strained, like like weird, uncomfortable, like half like corner of the lip kiss. That you've ever seen before It's it's ridiculous They're doing them They're doing them Yeah it's true And then there are some very like Understanding comments That were like You know When you're When you're Homosexual Like you know Any act of affection In public You have to look around To see if people are gonna Scrutinize you And I was like I get get that But If he's running for president On a public Candidate On a public platform Of like I have a husband Yeah Which is cool and rare Like that's the first time I think Yeah ever right Yeah yeah, 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 For sure sure. Yeah yeah (coughs) So, uh-huh. so, what, okay, so no, anyway, what I love yeah, about, I what I, there's yeah. a couple things about
0: this clip that I enjoy. Number one is to the, to the lady that is, <laughs> is being, in my opinion, very, very kind. It's like, you seem like a good Christian woman. Yeah, no, I mean, listen, I understand where you're coming from. Listen, we know we got, you know, let's figure this out. Um, <clears throat> But let's also go back to the reason why you voted for him in right. the first place. Of course. So why is your opinion of Pete changed now that you know that he's married or is homosexual? Like, Yeah. So, and so, so the whole reason why this lady wants to get her card back is because she, she has just found out that yeah. he's gay. Right, which is... Hilarious. And that, is, and that, and that, in her mind, disqualifies him. Yeah, <laughs> right. So, so this, you know, it's an interesting thought. I think I find it interesting. And, and you know, hey, she's entitled to her opinion. Everybody, that's totally fine. Um,
1: but it kind of is she though? She entitled to that opinion? Oh, I mean, is that an, an opinion that should be like tolerate? Guess... No, it's not one that you tolerate. But it's, but I mean. <clears throat> should she get her card back because she realized this information and like that's grounds to change her vote? Yeah. I don't, I mean, give her her card back. Look, blanket statement. It's silly to judge anyone on their sexuality. Sure. Right. It's silly to retract your vote or want to retract your vote based on who someone chose to marry. It's, it's just silly. That being said, it's, it's not, it's not an, it's not a strange thing. It's not surprising to us to hear that this happened. Oh, Obviously, no, this was going to happen. Uh,
0: I just think I think it's what what is.
1: But is it different from if is it different from like a blind person in two thousand eight casting their vote and saying wait he's black yeah oh that changes everything yeah like is it really different from that not really you go,
0: I mean do you re- you revert you revert back to your 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 deeply held biases. Yeah. It's, it's in the, go back into the, go back to the matrix. And so you're basically, so these, this is the religion aspect of it.
1: Yeah. Right. It's personal, but but nothing you can change. Yeah, I mean, I can't, nothing you can change. Yeah. I
0: can't, she, she reads the Bible in this way and it it says this. And so that's what we got.
1: I can't call up the prophet, Jesus Christ and say, Hey, clarify for a second. Did, 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 when you, when your apostle, whoever said that a man couldn't marry another man, what was he talking about there? Was it, was he talking about like Another man that is consenting and of an appropriate age, or was it talking about like don't be a pedophile
0: right and or don't like, or don't don't cheat on your wife or
1: whatever, whatever it is or. yeah, sure like there's so there's so much nuance in this, and I'm not I don't claim to be a theolog theologist theologian, no. No. but like uh yeah, you know, I don't think there's much more to say about that because she's obviously entitled to her belief right will 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 I? Uh, credit her as being a a, a a person with a capacity for productive high level thought. No, I will not. No. Does no. it matter? No. No. I not mean, at all.
0: I mean, really. But bottom line, bless her heart.
1: Sure, bless her heart. And if you're not from the Midwest or South, that's a polite way of saying fuck you. <laughs> a passion of mine that I've recently gotten into is creating matrixes, matrices, matrices, if you will. Um, so I'm just going to take this Matricize. pen. size mattresses and I'm going to draw here on the board. Right. So it's like four quadrants. Okay. Okay. You got the X and the Y. Right. Less, less a scatter plot and more of a, a, an organizational method. And so what I've been really interested in is making matrices to categorize everything in the world, right. Okay. Under certain categories. Um, The the first one that I loved is the one that's uh, things I know, Things I know I don't know, or rather, things I know I know, things I know I don't know, things I don't know I know, and things I don't know I don't know. So an example would be things I know I know are like, you know, current events and how to design a website and like things that I know I know. Things that I know I don't know are like rocket science and how the world spins on its axis, even though like some people do know these things. Things I don't know I know, I'm looking at like how I beat my heart and how I, um, how my body, mostly like things that are so personal to us that we don't even know that you know how to do these things. Right, right. Then things I don't know I don't know, and that's self-explanatory. Things that you don't know you don't know. So I made a new matrix just the other day about conversation topics and how can you take every conversation topic and categorize them into a matrix like this so the 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 categories came down to subjects that are personal and changeable subjects that are personal and not changeable things that you have no influence over but you hold close to you things that are impersonal and not changeable and things that are impersonal and changeable so so the thinking is that you start with personal and not changeable and in conversation topics this would be like religion something that people hold very closely to themselves but no matter how much you think about it it's not going to change whatever ultimate truth is out there you could talk about it all day but it's not going to actually change anything um things that are personal and changeable being sex and politics things that are kind of in motion and, and changing whatever um which is ironically like the, the, the personal and changeable things are what people say. Oh, you just, you don't talk about sex, religion, or politics in conversation, or I guess in, in, in informal settings, but then you have the things that are impersonal and changeable, such as world news, current affairs, things that are going on that have nothing to do with you personally, right. but they're subject to, to change and whatnot. And then you have things that are impersonal and changeable like the weather how's that weather we're having, you know? (laughs) So I, it's, it's a weird segue to get into, but I, but I thought that was such a fascinating thing that the things that are considered taboo that we don't talk about, um, are the things that are personal and changeable, the things that, that kind of shift frequently, but the most frequently, like what's the most common small talk that is had is the direct opposite of that, which is just the things that are impersonal have nothing to do with you and that change often like the weather because it's not going to upset or you know strike a chord with anyone it's just something that you can talk about whereas if you get a little bit deeper you talk about the impersonal unchangeable things like current affairs politics in a in a in a a more broad sense more personal things like your opinions on politics get even more taboo and then like religion being this like highly personal thing that people hold so close to them that actually, no matter how much you think about it, no matter how much you go to church, no matter how much you, you know, discuss the ins and outs of whatever, it's not going to actually change anything. Right. So uh, this, is a, this is a very interesting segue. We can get back to talking about Mayor Pete, but that was uh,
0: no, I, yeah. I wouldn't. We're not talking about a particular candidate, and the the point was to. To have
1: a practical conversation, which you, which you have masterfully drawn us back to. I also have a matrix here that's written down that... See, it's easy when you give examples like what the case of those would be, but it's difficult when I write down a matrix for temperaments and the categories are passionate and creative, passionate and destructive, indifferent and creative, and indifferent and destructive, which is an interesting like... One two three four, but I have no idea what I was getting at because I have no examples and I can't think of where I was going with that. So that's going to live on in temperaments. So how do
0: how are you using these these matrices in practical applications? So is it is oh, it, I'm is, not. There's
1: nothing practical about these, John. It's it's what it is. It's an attempt to categorize and pigeonhole everything under a specific umbrella. Everyone's temperament, I guess, is either you have you have a passion and creation or indifference and destruction and all the configurations of those just like you have things that you know you know and things that you know you don't know or you don't know you don't know and the, all the configurations of that it's all it's all very high level stuff john i wouldn't right. expect you to get it well no <laughs>
0: that's fair that's fair <laughs> and i'm not offended
1: i have a a note written on my computer and I have one note from December first, two thousand nineteen. No context. All it says in the title of the note nine twenty three p.m. Does God matter? And like, I looked back on it a couple of weeks ago, and I thought, damn, like, it doesn't matter what you think, right? Does it ultimately matter in our lives? And that's a, you know something to think. So of. do you want do you want to dive into that? I have nothing to say about does God matter I at all? Have nothing to say on it. No, you don't have an opinion one way or the other. Well, oh, cause so yeah, my short answer is no, it, 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 he doesn't matter. I'm not saying anything to discredit. I'm no atheist. Right. I believe in a God, but, but it doesn't matter. But does your belief or disbelief matter? No, it's not going to change your life any one way. I believe that, um, you know, I don't. I don't even know if, if working uh, in favor of a higher power has the capacity to make you a better person. I don't believe it really does. I think that a lot of um, you know unspeakable acts of terrorism have been committed in the name of God, and just like a lot of incredible acts of generosity have been committed in the name of God. Right, so right. I think ultimately it's a wash, and the the takeaway being. Don't spend so much effort getting other people to see what you see because no one's going to see what you see.
0: My, I definitely have faith and beliefs and things mm-hmm. and, 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 but because you're a smart, but well-rounded re- person. But really what I've, what I have come down to is that regardless of, of your opinion on a political subject. On a humanitarian subject, Mm -hmm. on a social sciences, social whatever subject, uh, on a religion subject. Great. Yeah. Fantastic. Totally. Um, Bottom line is don't be a dick.
1: Yes. Round of applause for that. That's it. Yeah. Come back to it and go, you know what? Just don't be a dick. And this is all with the disclaimer that a lot of people i've i've met a lot of people who are very um Sometimes this happens where I get the French word in my head before I get the English word. So very coyant, very believing. You wouldn't say believing. So very, bougie of you, yeah, right? God, I hate me sometimes. Arrogant. Yeah, it's just. It just it's said, pa- don't it's pal- it just uh, said, don't be a dick. It's palpable. Just said, don't be a dick. I don't know the English words sometimes. So I'm so say? confused. I no, don't know. I just, people, I just do this. People who are very, who have very strongly held beliefs, who are objectively more driven, more empathetic, more. Kind and loving people Than people who are You know Whatever Like who don't Embrace that side Of themselves um, Personally I believe That everyone has a Non-physical And spiritual side Whatever Ultimately Don't be a dick Right It's so It's so Plainly evident That more people Don't just get that But it's, also Like who oh, It's not my place To tell people To be different
0: No I'm, yeah. I mean I'm not You know But it's,
1: it's just like Unless it's, they're a dick Yeah Yeah <laughs> In which case it is,
0: I I I am, and have been accused of. I mean, I'm a very confident person. Like, yeah, I I know who I am. Yeah, I know where I'm not good. I know these things, and I and know, you you promised to wear a pink suit to my
1: launch party, but that never happened. Well, so. I don't know if I that com- even, I don't know what that confidence though. You said it's there, but I'm yet to. I <laughs> have it. I just I'd I'd overworn it. That's a
0: good one. Um, That's and I'm one. glad I didn't. Cause, what? Because I would have just I would have been a dick. Because I would have been looking way better than everybody else
1: there. Oh please! You saw Dylan Bradway showed up in a big old fur coat. That's smelling fair. Smelling like that's fair. Smelling like ten joints. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's legal here now. Um, yeah. But I think
0: I think real quick to, to button butt in this second yeah. up is yep. is basically it is where does your confidence derive from? So your confidence is yeah. is, is can be unfounded. It could it could come from a belief structure of some sort, whether it's religion or whatever Mm -hmm. that you feel like, Oh no, I am because my God or my, whatever Mm -hmm. says this is that I have this confidence to, to do these particular things, or it's because of my friend group or because of my, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever circles I run in, I have this, this unfounded confidence or it is a, it is a confidence that is based on, my worldview and, and how I choose to work with and support others, which is, which is not one that's, you know, on any sort of pretext or anything like that. We had a Bernie bro at the door.
1: Two of them. One was more what you would consider a bro. The others, what you might consider a grand bro. Ooh, (laughs) but,
0: but the opposite of canvassing is phone banking, right?
1: Yeah, have you ever have you ever phone banked for a, for a political candidate of your choice? I have. Yeah. Yes. Care to share?
0: It was a local candidate running for state senate, or not state senate uh, for senate against Inhofe. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Um, so I had I I I just I'm not I am not a politically oriented person. I'm not right. Um, the close the most involved I've ever been was going to Tulsa driving. 99 miles to Tulsa, Oklahoma, to see Bernie Sanders speak in 2015, 16, whenever that election was. And I was all about it. You know, it was fun. It was good energy. It was a a good time. This time around, I'm so, I'm just like so not here for it, as the kids say. I'm just not about it. Um that being said, I have some good friends who are very passionate about this, and 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 like again, full disclaimer: I am fundamentally in favor of any candidate who's going to dethrone the the maniac that we've got in 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 presidential in the in the White House right, right now. Right. I, I'm not a fan of Donald Trump. That being said, again, another disclaimer because I can't stress my my ambivalence enough. I don't hate Donald Trump nearly as much as most people hate him. Right. And that's probably going to get me flack from the five people who make it this far in the podcast. Right. But, But, like, you know, obviously I'm ready to see someone else in the White House and to preface. I'm doing so many prefaces. It's basically the main story. I fully believe without a shadow of a doubt, and I would put money on it, that all of this primary caucusing, all this stuff is ultimately for nothing because Donald Trump will be reelected in 2020. I really Shut your mouth. I really believe it. I re- I think the fact that he was impeached Go outside
0: spit around yeah, three times spit. I know. Spit.
1: I'll put on my dunce cap and I'll say it again. I think the fact that he was impeached is only going to bolster his followers. I think that the the, the DNC is so disorganized that n- that only disaster and and mishap is going to come of it and and I truly like I will be so pleasantly surprised. If he is, if he's voted out and replaced with someone else, anyone, I truly don't care. But like, come on, I think he's, I think he's going to use the fact that he's the first president to be impeached and not removed as a huge, like... He's not the first. Oh yeah? He's oh, the well, third. okay, okay, fine. But everyone else has voluntarily stepped down. No, Clinton didn't. Clinton didn't and voluntarily step down? And or Jackson didn't either. I didn't know Jackson was impeached. Jackson was the first... Nixon
0: Nixon was never impeached. He stepped down. He stepped down before, before impeachment. In, before yeah. impeachment. And Clinton? Clinton was impeached, went through the same trial that... that yeah, yeah. And, and also, what did Clinton do? He allowed... He did not block witnesses. Yeah, sure. But also, Trump fired this week yeah. the two people, two of the people that um, were subpoenaed and showed up for
1: their subpoenas. Yeah, right. So, uh. it's, I mean, it's. I'm not saying it's not gritty. I'm not saying there's, there's not foul play. I'm not oh, no, saying that he shouldn't be removed. I think that based on the facts, he should obviously have been voted unanimously was, for removal. He was, he was yeah. very guilty. Yeah. 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 Um, well, 100%. We can all agree on that fact. I don't think we all agree on that. Do I but, think that his supporters care about that fact? No, I think that they love the fact that oh, he they, wasn't removed. They raped. do not they care. They love it. They do love not it. care.
0: They did, but they didn't, I mean... Yeah, I'm sorry. And I don't want to say that. Yeah. There is a difference of opinion there. Yeah. It's fine. And actually I would not use
1: the word opinion. There's a difference of fact there. Uh, Yeah. And where the line's getting blurred the most. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, this was originally written down in our notes section as, um, a a category that we like to call unorthodox ways to be social, but really what it is, is it's, it's totally politically motivated. And, uh, I had my first experience making phone calls for a political candidate that I I don't want to say I don't believe in because, honestly, she is the candidate who I second most side with. From the state of Oklahoma? Not just from the state of Oklahoma, although she does happen to be born here. Um, There's that Washington Post poll where you go through the issues and it tells you who you side with the most, so I side with... And I don't think he's a viable candidate, but I think he has some great ideas. I side with Andrew Yang yeah. on 16 issues, and I side with Elizabeth Warren on 12. I think that Elizabeth Warren is a much more viable candidate just because she's a little bit more, I don't know what the word is, je ne sais pas quoi, she's got it, and Andrew Yang's just like, he's got that kind of grassroots, like he's got the same feeling that Bernie had in 2016, which is just reason for me to believe that he's going to be snubbed in the primaries, which is fine, I'm not against Warren at all, but- But so you're, are you a registered Democrat? I'm a registered Democrat. So I'm a registered Republican.
0: Yeah. And, and what do you do for the... You just don't vote you, for the... No, prisoners. you go and you just like... There's nothing. I mean, because... There's Trump and there's like two other guys, right? There's well, one one just Well, one guy just left.
1: Um, no, so you go and you, you just, just... I was I was a registered independent solely for the fact that it would allow me to ver, vote for Bernie Sanders in 2016. Right. But, so, Repo- but now I Republic check my status was, and I'm Democrat somehow.
0: Yeah, so the the Democrats... So, if you're an independent, the Democrats will allow you to vote.
1: Yes, Democrats. Repo- Republicans, Republicans won't. will not. Yeah. Look, we're getting into this. I think that this politics is in our should, particular state. I think that politics should not be about social issues. I think that the topics um, that have dominated our headlines, like uh, gay marriage and abortion, and all of these things, should not be political issues. I think that they should be fundamentally Agreed. taken for fact and i'm a registered democrat because ultimately and this is hard to say i care marginally more about the social issues than i do the fiscal you know the the numbers um, the, the the fact of the matter is i side more with the uh, you know milton friedman and any any libertarian uh that that doesn't you know i i i'm not an authoritarian i don't like the the control on any side on yeah. either side of the spectrum um i i don't think most countries um can even factor social issues into their politics it's right. it's purely a, a question of we are choosing someone to represent a voice for how we should spend our money you're going to collect taxes that's a given what becomes of them um if the tables were turned and if the issues were different, I would be a voting Republican, proud, proud of it. But that's not the fact in our country. The, 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 the playing field is so dominated by social issues that I care deeply about. Um, the whether it's the the female reproductive rights or gay yeah, marriage rights whatever, or not, not that that's it shouldn't be under examination but somehow it has become again and like there are all these things that I care deeply about that like I feel like the budget issues while disastrous will sort themselves out this is what I need to be voting for. I think it's a stupid game I think it's a rigged game but there I was Thursday night making calls for Elizabeth Warren. And uh, I, I showed up at the at the request of some friends of mine, and I sat down, and I saw the 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 you know the the, the mean age, the average age of the people there is probably about you know 126 years old. Um, I you know I was it was it was a whole new world, and it was John, a new fantastic point of view. It was the most oh. fun I've had in a really long time. It yeah. was so fun. Uh, and and I was terrified the whole time. What if I call someone who's undecided and I have to convince them to vote for Elizabeth Warren? That was what gonna my, am I going to do? That was going to be my next yeah, question. Yeah. So how like how did the calls go? It never happened. I, everyone I talked to was so enthusiastic. So the, the the script was: Are you? Can we count on your vote for Elizabeth Warren in the primary on March third? Unanimous yeses. I never got anyone even indicating slightly that they weren't. So I think that they they pulled their numbers from a group of people who had signed up for this. So it was just right. kind of more of a verification check than a, can well, it's, like, it's like you? It's like
0: your visit. They knew who they were. Totally. They, they knew yeah. the registered voters They here. knew
1: that Hannah had, like, indicated some Bernie... But, but, like, if Hannah still lived here and she had volunteered on Warren's campaign, like, I don't know what what would I think she have said. they yeah. just it was a registered Democrat at this house. Yeah, probably yeah. so, yeah. Um, so... So after you confirm that they're voting for the candidate that you're calling for, the, the real call to action is, can we get them to volunteer? So they need volunteers, they need people to knock on doors, they need people to make calls. And I was really blown away at the at the enthusiasm of people wanting to sign up to volunteer. I was scheduled to volunteer today, and this is uh, you know a little public criticism of this campaign in particular, I did not sign up to volunteer today, but I got no fewer than twelve emails and text messages about the fact that I had been signed up to volunteer today, and I had to break it to them that I had a podcast in which I planned on critiquing this process. Now, <laughs> uh, look, I'm a I'm a huge fan of the people behind the Warren campaign here in Oklahoma City. I think Elizabeth Warren is a fantastic candidate. I side with, you know, her on like you know what, sixty five, seventy percent of the issues, which for me it's good enough. You know, right, right. And uh, the people I got to talk to were so. Enthusiastic and passionate and uh, joyful sounding people um, I talked to a you know an 84 year old disabled Lady named I forgot her name But she Juanita. said that she she was so excited to vote for Elizabeth Warren She uh, was disabled and she couldn't like knock on doors But she could drive And if there was anyone on March 3rd who didn't have a car Didn't have a way to get to the polls She would drive around and uh, take people to the polls. And there's no button for that on the script. There's no button to click for someone willing to, the Warren Uber. It's so, but it's just like to, to, to take two hours out of my day to, you know, help people who I love. And, uh, or just to be a part of the process yeah, and understand it was fun. how it works. It was nice, you know, and I'll, I'll, in all likelihood, I'll probably go back on Thursday and do it again nice. for a little while. It was fun, yeah. So you have a list of numbers and like a cell phone there? And yeah, there. it's like you call from your personal number, you got your AirPods in and a pot of tea, and we just did it at a Oh, cafe. you call from your personal number? From your personal phone number, yeah. So wow. I got a lot of calls back. I had to turn on the option on my phone where it's silence calls from numbers that you don't know oh, because okay. I, like, an hour afterwards. To be honest, John, 85, 90% of calls that I made bounced voicemail. Okay, so yeah. the people that you do well, not know No one answers with, their phone anymore. Yeah, I don't. I don't answer. If, if I was getting, if I was on the receiving end of what I was doing, no chance no, in no. hell that I pick up the phone. If None. You, if your name is not in my phone, I don't answer. None it. whatsoever. Yeah. So they got it. Maybe like if you could make Elizabeth Warren pop up on caller ID, that yeah. would really like get some people, you know, think twice. Um, I talked to one woman who, she got an absentee ballot already. She was planning on voting, but her uh, husband, who worked for the army, had been stationed in Japan, and so she was, like, moving to Japan this week. Oh, gosh. And I was like, that's incredible. And then we talked for, like, five minutes about, like, yeah, you've been doing your Duolingo. Like, what are you, what are you excited for? Uh, sushi was her answer, which I was like, oh, "That's it's kind of oh, a yeah. cop-out answer, but yeah, it's good. Um, I it, was, met- it was cool. I mean, like, you get to actually talk to people. Have you been to Japan? John, I've never been to Japan before. Wow. I, I really want to. I, go. South Korea airport was the closest <laughs> I got. you never been? <laughs> I've not
0: been to Japan. I've been around wow. it. I was supposed to. Well, it's funny because a, a good friend of mine, we talked about we wanted to do a trip. and he's <sighs> Damn like, well, coronavirus. Where, where are we going to go? And he's like, well, supposed to go to Tokyo. And he posted a deal that he's in freaking Tokyo.
1: Without you? Without me. Oh, shit. Right now? Right now. I thought that... Sterling. Of, I thought that all of Asia was just off limits until further notice from coronavirus. Uh, so I don't not think the Japan's case. in that.
0: China for sure. China for
1: sure. I don't know if Hong Kong's in that. I uh, I thought that the like flights were getting shut down. Like if you, if you, flow, if I you mean, flew, I mean you could you could through, not fly to
0: Beijing probably.
1: Right, but what if you had it? If you're going to, you know, Australia, and you flew through Hong Kong, transferred flight. Yeah. Would Australia let you in just because you pass through the airport? I think they're not like I think probably that, not. Australia yeah.
0: won't let you in with like dirty
1: shoes. Yeah, you're right. you've got to you've got to really make sure they know you're coming. Oh yeah, like I've be- never actually been to that South that, that anyway. beagle
0: in the Australian airport. That, that, <laughs> yeah, Australia <laughs> does not mess around. They'll actually clean your shoes if they think they're too dirty.
1: When I was uh, when I was leaving Bali in the airport to come back. I don't remember why this was, but they have in the airport um why did I want to do this? I I washed my feet in holy water in the airport. Why wouldn't you? Well, so, they had, so I they had, it's like like yeah, I'm doing that. There's a prayer room. I did not want to go in the prayer room, but there were foot baths and I Washed my feet in like the prayer room foot bath. Yeah. So, Cause you have to wash your feet before you go in the prayer room. That's like, of course, but why? I mean, I'm just trying to think back now. I just remember this. Why did I set down my bags and say, I'm going to go wash my feet? I have like, I love new experiences. Like, and yeah. I will do
0: anything once of course. and sometimes of course. twice. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I've, I have, I, have I got the tour of the Scientology church? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Didn't buy their books, but, but, but yeah. I mean, Still
1: fending off their emails 10 years ago. Oh, yeah. Later, I mean,
0: yeah. Know. Apparently, L. Ron Hubbard was quite the Boy Scout. LRC. Yeah. Got, so all, got, got, yeah. It, got it all.
1: So, so I'm like, <clears throat> this is great. So, I mean, I, I'm all for, you know, let's go. Oh, I, I want to go. I think my number one travel destination in my lifetime, not necessarily right now, but I would give anything to tour North Korea. Oh, yeah. To go to sure. Pyongyang. I would bow for the deer leader statues. I would, I would laugh at the jokes. I would like, I would, I would play that part. Could we do a podcast? So there? well, so hell no, <laughs> no, you can't, you can't do anything from there. You have to run it. It's like being on a reality. It's like being on The Bachelor. But no, you but have like to if, run everything through a producer first.
0: No, but like, like if we just say like we could set up our our show, like in their studio, and talk about how
1: great they are for hours. Would, yeah. you, would you not do that? John and I would do that in a heartbeat. So, I mean, we're still I looking would for sponsors. I do that in a heartbeat. I really do want to, We like, could
0: have, like be a couple soldiers standing it's here. It's fascinating to me. And they're, it's like, so and they're fascinating. like, we have a queue. Like, there's, like, they're in their headphones. Yeah, like, right. And they're like, oh, no, no, you can't talk about that.
1: Well, uh, it's more just like, what do we talk about? And they feed us words. And you say exactly what they're telling you to say. And that's okay.
0: We could talk about how lovely the chocolate cake was.
1: Yeah, right. There was no chocolate cake.
0: That's the whole gag.
1: (laughs) I'm judging you silently. Silently.
0: (laughs) So let's talk about this stuff. So I find myself out in public, sometimes by myself, sometimes with other people. Mm -hmm. And I just sit and listen to people around me. Hear what they're ordering. Hear how they're modifying sure. the yeah. dish.
1: If it's okay with you, could I please? Would it be such a difficult thing to just change this? sub yeah, can this I, out. Can I sub this yeah. for that? Yeah,
0: sure. As if the chef of that restaurant didn't work very hard on that.
1: Of course. As a restaurant owner, you would know this. Yeah. You'd, you'd know what goes into it. Right. Yeah, of it's course. Like, yeah, no, no. Leave the dish alone.
0: No, you don't need ranch on that. No, you don't need extra ranch. That's big for Oklahoma. No, you don't need a side of ranch. They're not ready to hear that, John. They're not ready
1: to hear that. Well, but do you ever find yourself hearing my 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 business partner, whom I love dearly, is oh uh, she's she's delightful. She she's fantastic, but she can't eat gluten, and the number of ridiculous substitutions that that I've been subject to. Look, John, I know, and I also know that she doesn't listen to this podcast, but my God. She told me God, she was very excited to listen to the podcast. Well, I think that was just her being very pleasant with you. <laughs> She's
0: like, I'm to Look, the,
1: the lettuce wraps and the weird gluten-free buns and the this and that and, and the, bur- the burger on a plate without an actual burger encasement, it's it's it's, uh, it's I've, a done, lot. I've done it's that. a I've, lot. Done that. I've done that. Yeah, yeah. Well, also, yeah. I mean, I could just go on. I could get into it, but I'm not gonna. Gonna have to hold me back. Yeah. <laughs> go go off on I'm these like people. Go off on you. God.
0: Yeah. So I I generally um silently judge people.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's, that's I, understood. I at, Everyone yeah. does that.
0: Yeah. I was at a uh, at a restaurant once, and uh, it's a pizza place. Pretty mm-hmm. good. Um, like a little, little, little highbrow pizza, and. I couldn't tell if the group that stood next to me was there on a date, or if they were married, or, or what the scenario was, but um, apparently the pizza was not
1: cooked enough. That's a that's a crime. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I want a pizza overdone, if anything. You want you want a little, little char? Just a little char, a little crisp. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah.
0: Well, Dave Asbury, bulletproof guy, would not... Yeah, no char's bad, but it's a whole oh, other topic. God. It's a whole other topic. Oh, God but i have some words for him but yeah. i will say i will yeah. say yes i do like a, a little char but their pizza was cooked just fine okay the issue as i as the the manager tried to suss out with them was was not necessarily the red the the cookness if you will of of the, said the pizza cookedness the cookedness it was that the roasted garlic was slimy. Oh, cry me a fucking river. And I just, and it took every part of my being to not reach over, slap them both and go. Slap the pizza out of their hands. Roasted garlic is slimy. It is, it is. That's what
1: happens when you mm -hmm. roast
0: it. It's delicious.
1: This is a case of people ordering things for looks, for, for status, mm-hmm. for clout, and not knowing what they're getting into. Like, uh, you know,
0: yeah. yeah. Es- escargot, for example, freaking delicious.
1: Sure. Different though, because people won't just order escargot. I've, I'd be hard pressed to find someone who just like order escargot. Cause like, oh, that sounds fun. Yeah. Maybe if you're like that type of person, I think you have to be turned on to escargot by someone yes. who knows what's up. Um, I'm thinking the first thing that comes to my mind is when, you know, Sally orders uh, a pizza with prosciutto on it yeah. and sends it back because oh, it's stinky. It smells weird. And it's like, this is what prosciutto smells like. has been hanging, this has been like. hanging this on a rack like. for years. It's like, cured and delicious and you will enjoy it. No, it's stinky. I have a question. Yeah. Prosciutto, prosciutto on melon. On every summer oh yeah it, that is how you welcome the summer in wrap it you take the slice of cantaloupe and you wrap the prosciutto around it and you eat it like it's it's like a like a stick of meaty fruit it's good it's damn good i'm gonna breathe into this microphone <laughs> asmr
0: <sighs> that's it. it is the most delicious thing.
1: It, it truly really is and i'm a big fan of uh, the salty and the sweet coming together i love it always a fan Mm. Not always a fan, but like pineapple and pizza is not my thing. No, no, but, I don't like that. But prosciutto and melon is a like, little Maui Waui, I think yeah, is what that's called. Yeah, yeah like, it's not no, my thing. yeah, don't yeah, you sure piss off. Man. No, the real Maui Waui is the prosciutto and the cantaloupe. That's yeah. that's See? the, that's like the Italian Riviera Waui Yeah, or whatever you call it. Yeah, yeah no, prosciutto is amazing. Well, we can we can judge people silently all day, or we can judge people verbally and out loud all day. We can we can well, talk about how, as I did today with the guy with the with you know, those those. Those cheddar works were not done. The sign clearly said you it. You were judging him verbally in that case. That was an out loud judgment of his of his oh of his rashness in his decision making. I have progressed. I'm convinced that everyone has a very specific, very specific breakfast order. Regardless of where you are, if you're at a restaurant, if you're cooking, what's your breakfast order? Mine. Specific. Yeah.
0: It's not always the same, but it's it, there's two of them. But the the one. The, the one. one. If I had, yeah. If you had one, what would it be? Oh, I want I want sausage. Mm-hmm. Patties, not links. Yep. Okay. See? Yep. I want uh, two eggs. Mm hmm. Um, over easy. Okay. I want uh, wheat toast. Mm hmm. I want um, a hash brown, uh-huh. probably, of some sort. Yeah. Um, and I would say
1: that would, that would be good. How do you eat it, though? What's the. Oh, I built a sandwich out of it. Yeah, with the wheat toast, right? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. But like and what I'm trying to get across is that ordering a breakfast sandwich with over easy eggs and a sausage patty. No. It's not the same. Not the same. It wouldn't do it. No. Nope. Yeah. Okay. No, I like assembling it because sometimes you can, you know, it's like,
0: hey, I can I could choose my own adventure. No, that's true control right there. Is what I it can curate yeah, 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 my breakfast however yeah. I yeah, want. For sure,
1: for sure. I get that. So that's how it works. I I'm, I'm convinced that everyone has a very, very specific idiosyncratic uh breakfast order i'm trying to get to the bottom of it so i'm thinking
0: you know to to maybe see who listened this far in the show Mm. and and to build some 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 community involvement i love that that maybe um
1: so you're on twitter i'm on twitter i'm on twitter I've, i've been on twitter since 2008 when did you join twitter 2007 Oh shit! He did, didn't he? Really? Oh yeah, that's I'm, not bad. That that's am, good. I'm an OG.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah for I am, sure. I am within. I'm, I gotta say,
1: I missed Twitter back then. It was a, it was a great place to hang. Yeah, out. I'm a very, Twitter. very
0: low great. number. I'm a very, yeah. Oh, no, we should compare numbers. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you can yeah.
1: find that out somehow. Like yeah. what order you joined. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. A very, very low number.
1: Yep. So, um, so yeah, so I'm at John Ochen, J-O-H-N-O-T-J-E-N. You're at. I'm. I'm at. Jackson Fall, J-A-C-K-S-O-N-F, like Frank A-L-L. Awesome. So, uh, tweet at us. Tell Um, me what breakfast your order is. (laughs) I would like to know what you eat for breakfast. Tweet me. Yeah. We don't have a Twitter for our podcast, but that's fine, because... Yeah, because we figured it too much work. It's too personal. Like this is between us. No, this is our Just reach.
0: Because if you don't like something I say, then yell at Jackson. I and, swear. And, and if yeah. you don't like something I, uh, I say, uh, yell at Jackson. That's right. <laughs> just, just wait. Just, just yeah. come for me. Yeah. yeah. We don't. All right, to, we John. don't want to. We email, don't send emails. All right. Uh, until next time.
1: I'll see you guys later. This is the podcast. Thanks for listening. I'm, I'm again. I'm Jackson. This is this is all my idea. This is. I bought the mixer. I bought the mics. <laughs> Take all the credit. I provided the white claws.
0: Thanks, by, John. By provided, he means he Thank drank you. them all. Yeah, right. Exactly. And,
1: and see. Cut. Yeah, that's good. That's fun. Thanks for listening to a podcast. Theme music is "Biggest
2: Mistake" by Cat Lock. Subscribe to the show in iTunes stitcher spotify or your favorite podcast app so you'll never miss a show while you're at it if you found value in this show we'd appreciate a rating on itunes or if you'd simply tell a friend about the show that would help us out too until next week keep your feet on the ground and
1: keep reaching for the stars